Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, gee whiz, Jordan. Gee whiz. What's going on, buddy? Oh, I don't I'm just... I messed up. I goofed up, Jesse. Oh, jeez, Louise, Jordan, 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 you're not supposed to goof up. You're supposed to do it exactly right. I know, I know, I know, I know. I I don't, yes, I I know, I know. I know, I don't, I I didn't didn't intentionally goof up. I just. Okay, well, Jordan, walk me through it a little bit because I don't I don't know all the particulars. Maybe I can help you get out of this sticky wicket. So here's what happened. Okay. Me and me and the fellas sure, thought the we were gonna thought we would we would do something fun this month. Right. Me and all my guys on Reddit, we were gonna do something fun. Yeah, sure, for no not November. So that's kind of what happened is my fellas yeah. were all like, hey, Let's do a little No Nut November. Right, sure, it's fun. You and your buddies, you get together, November comes around the 11th month yes, of the year, yes. features Thanksgiving, among other things, usually a cold snap, and you say to yourself, for maximum personal power, mm-hmm. I'm not going to express my central glands during this month. So, you know, we're we're taping this. I don't know when it'll come out. But we're taping this, you know, about halfway through November. So Right. This is pre-recorded. Yeah. So I was, you know, I've been checking in with the guys. They're like, how's it going? I'm like, it's going great. I'm having the time of my life. Do you feel do you feel a surge of personal power? Well, I was, you know, and that's the thing is I really was. And I'm like, this Wait, is great. Well, I hold can... hold on. Yeah. You were? Well, here's what happened is I I, I guess I was doing it wrong. Okay. I know now that so, it's... Wait. I know now. I know now that now it's you know no what, nut it, November. Right. Yeah. So that means you don't express your central glands I know during that the now. course of the month of I November. know that now. Right. But uh-huh. when they were laying out the plan, I just kind of misheard things. And I thought they said donut November. <laughs> Gee whiz, Jordan. So I've, just Gee whiz. Been eating, I've just been eating crawlers and cranking off. <laughs> And like you said, I was feeling personal power, right? I'm like, this is great. I'm just, I'm scarfing these crawlers. Now, so Jordan, can um, I can I check in with you about something? Yeah, I'm blasted so you, every which way. So you're, of course, expressing. Yeah. While you eat donuts, so you thought it was donut November. Yeah, I mean the choice to. To be kind of perpetually pounding off. That was, I mean, that's just kind of that was, I was that's unrelated. Your, just your I was just, that's yeah. your mo. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Technically speaking, and sure. I, if you don't mind me getting technical, here, yeah, yeah. Is a cruller even a donut? Oh boy, is this going to turn into a? I'll talk as a sandwich thing because I do not have the energy for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you've been expressing your. I know. Too much. I'm just exhausted. If you had Here's honored. what I'm doing. I'm I'm crashing both from sugar and <laughs> just having blasted recently. <laughs> right. I'm so having a, a sugar crash. I'm having a classic a, double whammy. Yeah, Gee whiz, so I'm going to be I'm going to be asleep twenty minutes into this into this cast. And I don't have the argument to argue about what it is and or isn't a donut. Can I ask you a question? Huh? What'd the boys have to say? You know, they kicked me out of the club. Oh, fuck! They kicked me out of the club. I can't come into the treehouse anymore. Fuck! 
Fuck. I can't talk on the tin can phone. Fuck. I can't play. Can you still put notes in the in the pulley system? No, I've been. I've been, my dumb waiter privileges have been restricted. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! It's been nothing too much, man. Can, I'm sorry if the if the guys I, are listening. I'm sorry. I just misheard you. I Jordan, thought we can were I just going to spend the month scarfing crullers. They're having a barbecue next week. Are you invited to the barbecue? I didn't even know about it. So obviously, oh, maybe they're whiz. maybe they're approaching you to take my place. Have you nutted recently? <laughs> maybe you can. Maybe you could just slide right in. Honestly, Jordan, I don't even know how. Well, I mean, it seems like you're perfect <laughs> for the yeah. Yeah, and well, enjoy I, enjoy my friends. I guess <laughs> I make a great chicken thigh. Oh, with yeah. a honey mustard glaze. So double two reasons why I'm why I'm Sounds replacing good. you in the club, fuckface. Man. Well <laughs> guess, uh, <laughs> I guess, guess I'll just go <laughs> hang out in front of Randy's and wait for a fresh batch to get done. <laughs> Should we introduce our guests on the program? Oh, they've uh, they've left actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I certainly hope so for yeah, their for left, their sake. So. <laughs> and I'm gonna fall asleep pretty soon, so you're gonna have to go ahead and solo this one. <laughs> but as you've said, you don't our know. Our guests well. on the program are the co-hosts of the new podcast, How to Survive, our old pal and our new pal, Danielle Koenig and Christine Kimmel. Danielle. Hi. Uh, Christine, welcome to the program. Apologies about the first segment there. Oh, no, I, I loved it. I'm just, I'm curious, is that a real thing? I mean, aside from you and your boys. Sure, yeah. No, is not that November, sure, yeah. This no, that no, is... No, not November? I don't, yeah. I don't exactly know the origins of it. I am I think they are kind of sinister. I think it, yeah, that they, it is a thing that happened amongst what? kind of like... It, Incels? It yeah. might be something that Jordan Peterson recommended. <laughs> Hard to say. Like, people were growing mustaches for charity in yeah, November. About that. and, That's what I remember, yeah. Yeah, he felt like that was not personally empowering enough. Right. Yeah. So not masturbating is empowering? I think so. Yeah, it is. I think you're it, supposed to, like, redirect... I think you're supposed to redirect the energy into, like, exercise and... Oh, okay. So Halo. how is that sinister? Uh... I think I don't think it is specifically. I think it is just something that and again, I I do not know the history of No Nut November, so maybe me doing that bit I should not have been, you know, speaking yeah, to Yeah, it sounds that. like you're appropriating No Nut November it, it, from the real dude. Thank you for helping me unpack my privilege. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Thank you. And I, I thank you for for uh, you know, uh taking me to task, holding me accountable. I really appreciate this. I just want to grow and be better. All that. Yeah, I I, I think it kind of started with like men's rights guys i think it has some sort of oh, connection yeah. to that and they're just they have a lot of problems with excessive masturbation so I they wonder why. created this holiday yeah. sort of mm-hmm. like how columbus day was created to celebrate italian americans they created right. the holiday of no not november to celebrate that the rest of the year they're excessive masturbators oh because they're okay. not they're not supposed to have Sex? They don't. No, sex is off the table for these no people. One these, wants, not, no not, one wants to have sex with them. Yeah, not a concern. Yeah, because nobody not wants a, to have sex with them. I think that's right. correct. Yeah, and so in is they don't they don't engage in onanism during the month. They don't. Okay. Yeah. They don't visit. They they don't visit the nether regions. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about cranking it here. I got it. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. And to answer the second question that I, that I imagine you're going to ask, a donut is a kind of a breakfast food. It's fried. I got dough. that. Okay. Yeah. But a you know crawler what I think? is a crawler is adjacent to a donut, but it is not actually a donut. It's like but a bear claw. You can only are... get them in a donut shop. So yeah. what does that tell you? Mm, that's an Just interesting saying. point. So I was also guys on Reddit, and this is a little less vulgar. I was on I was on Reddit this week. There's this Reddit called Ask Culinary. And it is oh, it is a Reddit where people post their questions and then food professionals answer them. So often they're like professional level questions. Sometimes it's like a, a just a regular home cooking question, but usually it's something that you would have to ask people who work in restaurants okay. for an answer for. And there was this post that said the question was 961 upvotes on this, by the way. Very strong performance for Ask Culinary. Uh, it was, what's the best way to disassemble raspberries? And then it just says, down to the individual seeds. Mm. I've been pulling <laughs> them apart with tweezers. It's really time consuming. I have about 10 pounds to get through this weekend. What? But for what purpose? So, Decorative? okay. So yes. obviously, my first question is, for what purpose? Right. Because... I would like them to have said that in the beginning. First question. Yeah. It seems almost rude that they didn't explain in the yeah. initial post why they needed to disassemble rats. Because this is not a normal. No, it's it's like, look at me, how much knowledge I have. I'm not even going to deign to tell you all why I need to disassemble a, a raspberry. It's like if you posted like, is it safe to eat a sloth? So you need the context. Sure, it, it raises more. It raises more questions. But right. now I also yeah. want to know the answer to that. I bet yeah. they're yummy. They're so <laughs> cute. They're nice. They have yeah. to taste delicious. Sure, it's right? got to be tender with all the slow movements. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. They've got probably like really like taut muscles, you know. So there's a lot of there's a lot of answers here. Someone suggests mm-hmm. something called pectinex, which is an enzyme that breaks down cellulose. So that's one suggestion. There's a lot of different suggestions. Could you freeze it and undo it? But <laughs> somebody wrote, user say what 1206 wrote, I am beyond curious as to why you need to do this. Please explain. <laughs> and I was so great. I never Thank have you. I been so grateful to a person named say what 1206. And then the original poster replied and said, it is a really, really stupid reason. Suffice it to say that someone is willing to pay our venue a lot of money to do it. Now, obviously, they again haven't explained what's going on. Right. And at this point, we have to presume that it's a horny reason. Right. Yes. What it's, it's like cre- sticking it's for porn. individual pieces of raspberry up your penis hole. That's the yeah. only thing I, that's I think that's right. Oh, raspberry sounding. I never even Kana cracked even, it. I never even thought about the penis hole entering Mm-mm. into this. I didn't even that yeah. never crossed my mind. No. <laughs> Jordan, all I think about is the hole in my penis. <laughs> and so does long. Danielle, apparently. Yeah. 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 Huh. Always well, thinking about that pee hole. And yeah, so they never common, Christine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they never answered it? So, okay. So somebody said vegan caviar looking thing, <laughs> which that is fair enough. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. If you're a professional, you're not thinking up the pee hole. You're thinking, is it a vegan caviar looking thing? Then the original poster replied, and just thank God they actually answered the question. 
They said, no, that would actually be less stupid. <laughs> I didn't want to share this because it's going to derail me getting some actual technique suggestions with a million follow-up questions. But since you all are too curious, first of all, it's not our fault. No kidding. It's not. Of course sure. we want to know why yes. you want to disassemble raspberries to stick them up your penis hole. <laughs> It's like vague posting. Like you you yeah. obviously want everyone right. to question exactly. why you're doing this, sure. but you're being coy about it. Rough day. Post pictures of pets. Right. Yeah. No, you just rough day. To... Disassemble berries. Yeah. <laughs> rough, rough day. Seed caught in pee hole. Post pictures of pets. <laughs> Great news Don't coming ask. this week. <laughs> without a base, without a trace, Jordan. Sure. Mom's got schmancer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, so the original poster says, it's a Bridezilla artist's amazing idea for confetti. Now, let's keep going here because mm -hmm. there's further explanation. Okay. Obviously, what would be your top idea for confetti? To me, it's got to be confetti. Yeah. Sure. Paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like paper squares, traditional confetti. Second would, of course, be ticker tapes. Right, you go back to the 1930s and go get some ticker tape. Yeah, sure. Like from, from the boys come home from the yeah. Pacific front. Yeah. <laughs> so this person says, to preempt the inevitable questions, yes, we have attempted to convince her there are other forms of biodegradable confetti that would be less expensive and just as harmless. Oh, so there's like the, the idea is that regular confetti is like harmful to the environment, that there would be... You know, yeah. the bird so made instead, of she's gonna she's gonna stain everyone's nice clothes yeah. with splooshed yeah. raspberries. Thanks for bringing that up. We're gonna get there. Okay. We have done tests with the uh, with the bride, and only completely <sighs> disassembled raspberries quote float through the air unquote in the manner she desires. Any chunks ruin the effect. Mm. This is one of many areas where chunks ruin the effect, I would say. Sure. <laughs> uh, no, not November's probably one. Yeah. Also, you're you're wasting food. That yeah. seems worse than leaving some paper on the ground that will eventually biodegrade. Okay. The next next point here, this is a bullet list. No, she's not worried about her dress. In fact, she considers the red stains a feature. It's like a Carrie-themed wedding or something. Sure. It says, besides, quote, looking amazing, unquote, she wants her wedding to, quote, feed the local animals, unquote. <laughs> Our venue is in the woods. Yes, we have confirmed that the local animals eat raspberries. She actually paid for an environmental study to ensure no lasting impact. <laughs> I, what an asshole. This I hate is so, her. This is so annoying, but I want to be invited to this wedding so bad. Oh, God, yes. It, does anybody need yeah. a plus one to this wedding out there? When you first introduce the topic, yeah. because of your pronunciation, culinary, mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be Q-related. I also oh, was yeah. considering that might be an I'm issue. I'm here well, to tell you. Well, that is another Reddit, culinary. Right. That's yes. But this is sicker and weirder <laughs> and more profane than, than anything that could be on QAnon. Okay. The confetti will be hand-tossed using scoops to protect the guests' hands. Hand-tossed just like the pizzas in Hillary Clinton's pizza parlor. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. No problem. We will have the scoops preloaded so the guests aren't mashing a big bucket. 
Scoops That's a good preloaded. Idea, okay. Got to load those scoops, Jordan. You know about that. You got to load the scoops. Yes. I have heard of like people doing it with like bird seed. Is that addressed? Yes. Like that's the traditional, hey, we don't want to litter, but we still want to throw something. Yeah, she's never heard of bird seed. Yeah, anyway. I th- well, it doesn't say here whether she's heard of bird seed, but that's a reasonable question, Christine. Thank you. Would you like me to post that? Please. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you post it? It's your question. You should get the credit. I can't wait to get on this Reddit thread. She get the gold. Yes. She is absolutely 100% certain this is what she wants. No, (laughs) I won't tell you what she's paying us. Yes, it is worth it. (laughs) Good. Even if I have to hire 20 temps to help us pull the damned things apart, but we need better technique we can train them with first, because what we are doing now is slow (laughs) and is mashing the seeds a little. <laughs> I mean, if you could at least do blackberries because they're firmer, yeah, you could. I could see plucking them better, but yeah. raspberries are so soft; it seems like a disaster. No, the wedding is not this weekend. The ten pounds we're doing this weekend are for the first rehearsal. Depending on how that goes, we'll either be doing another 10 pounds in a few weeks or possibly much, much more. Oh. Oh, I also want to mention one other thing. The username of the original poster is uh, PM me flaccid cox. No, it's not. Come on. Are you serious? PM me flaccid cox is the username. This... I have a feeling that what we're hearing now in a year will be a six-part Netflix documentary that people won't oh, shut up God, about. Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah, this is like Fire Festival. There's going to be two different documentaries. Yes. yes. One on Netflix, one on yeah. Amazon, and everybody's going to be like, well, did you watch both documentaries, though? We have to watch one... both to get the whole story yeah, of Raspberry the Wedding. one was really be- much better done. Yeah. She's an artist and she thinks the speckled dress will make an amazing work of art. Not something to sell or display, but a personal memento she wants to create and keep. She's already researched techniques for preserving the color. Someone mentioned that it's a not a fast dye, that it will fade. and Right. We offered to set aside a bucket of seeds for her to touch up with. If the end result isn't as she imagined, she didn't want that. She wanted it to be authentic, even if not as spectacular as she's hoping. I guess I do have, I have a, a there's a, a couple of questions I think we've, we've come up with. Like, you know, well, why Christine not? Christine is posting them. So go ahead and. <laughs> yeah. So I think I wish, to me. Yeah. I just want to yeah. hear like, you know, has she heard of blackberries? You know, would she consider birdseed? And uh, is this Grimes? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone asked if it's Grimes? Seems like it's probably Grimes. Probably Grimes. Probably Grimes. Yeah. I know I'm I'm the one who brought up like it's going to get your dress dirty, but honestly, you'd have to pelt her with these things. This isn't yeah, just Yeah, you would like, have to hurl them hard, yes, it would seem. It'd have to come at some speed in order to make an impression on her dress. Right. So I this mean, isn't like playfully tossing them in the air. This is like getting a trebuchet and mm-hmm. like flicking them right. at her, right? Yeah, Thank tiny you. catapults. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think yeah. though, Danielle, everyone that's attending this wedding is going to want to pelt her? Yes, <laughs> I do. That seems, that seems that's a good like... point. I guess it's all going to work out. We'll be doing a full-scale test with the dress this weekend to see how it turns out. Nope, no pomegranates. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seriously, we have suggested every reasonable alternative we could think of. She's set on raspberries. I think something about the massive amounts of labor that will go into it appeals to her as a part of the art. She's been open to exploring alternatives with us. She's actually a very nice person, but she's been extremely firm in her vision. I bet the like efficient at the wedding is like the wind. Yeah. <laughs> when is this over? How do we know when this is over? What I love about it is with all of that, just everyone in this Reddit, God bless them, is giving practical suggestions for how to do... Right. Somebody said, if Pectinex doesn't work, I wonder whether some sort of sudden explosive force might push them apart. <laughs> Say, a raspberry over a compressed air nozzle with a sudden oh short release. I mean, I this is Reddit, Jordan, so I'm sure someone has Jordan, suggested... Yes? I wouldn't need a compressed air nozzle, if you know what I mean, Hell to provide yeah. that. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead, Jordan. This being Reddit, has anyone suggested uh, dismantling capitalism? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like, you know, guillotining the rich uh, in the town square, maybe? Uh, is that a good solution to this? Oh, maybe you could guillotine the raspberries. Oh, yeah. Sorry. A little guillotine? Get the little, yeah. <laughs> sure. Tiny. Let them. Somebody yeah. just wrote, freeze them, smack them, they'll crumble. <laughs> freeze them. That actually That's might what, be the best way. That's what Stalin said about the Nazis. Oh, I do, I do like the idea of posting something so baffling, something equally baffling, and then not explaining yourself, and then just watching everybody go crazy. Yeah. Like, um, wow. you know, just like, just like, how do I have a banana closet? And then just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get into the details, but how do I have a banana closet? Yeah. I, I, no more questions. I just need to know how to have yeah. a banana closet. Yeah. It might be a sex thing. Sure. Danielle and Christine, I want to, you know, like, obviously, this has been a great, you know, first half of the podcast with us, you know, like, you know, just yeah. talking about Reddit stuff. So, you know, this is this is an especially contentful edition of Jordan Jesse Go so far. But you two have Believe a podcast. It Believe it or not. <laughs> you two have a podcast with a premise. A, a goddamn fucking premise. Yes. I know it's God true. I know. It's, it's a good true. one. It's a good one. You, I, you were telling me about it before we got on. I wanted. I want. I want to chat about it for a second. I want. Can you tell us the premise so we can chat about it? Yeah, sure. It's called "How to Survive with Danielle and Christine." So there's a hint about the premise in the title, and we give advice on how to survive things that could actually kill you in the first half of the show. And in the second half of the show, things that make you feel like you just wish you were dead. So more of the humiliating life stuff that happens to us that's more embarrassing, humiliating. And on that second half, we have usually one of our funny friends come by and tell a humiliating story. Yeah, tomorrow we have Oscar Nunez coming in, so we're very excited about that. And uh, yeah, so basically the idea is Christine is uh, she's scared of everything. She is scared of a bridge underneath her collapsing or a bridge on top of her falling down on her head or a landslide. You don't, want to have or... to, you don't have anything to do with bridges. No bridges. <laughs> I mean. No bridges. She's afraid of Todd Bridges. Yeah. Christine. Did... I keep telling her he's dead, but she doesn't. <laughs> he could come back from the dead. <laughs> I'm afraid of ghosts, too. Christine, sure. did you see this video of the uh, Richmond San Rafael Bridge in the San Francisco Bay Area? It's this very scary bridge. It's one of those bridges that goes a long way, and in one direction, there's like nothing. You feel like there's nothing keeping you on the bridge, like there's nothing above you, and almost nothing to the sides of you. You feel like you're going to fall off the bridge. 
No, but I you just telling me about it makes me <laughs> well, feel a little bit nervous. There was a storm in the Bay Area. This is maybe a month ago. Big storm here in California. The two of you probably remember this big windstorm. It came down to LA as well. And during this storm, someone shot a video from their dashboard of the lower span of the bridge. So the, the one that has a roof. Okay. And there's a giant like tractor trailer, you know, a big rig driving along the bridge in front of this in front of this car that's running a camera. And then there is a gust of wind and the <gasps> truck blows away. No. Oh my God. The truck blows wow. away, Christine. Oh my Trucks God. can oh my do God. that, I just oh learned God. watching that fucking video. That's terrifying. What happened? Did it go the over truck? the side? It didn't go over the side, but it went like across the whole bridge. Was it that? blew, thank God, it blew from, it was oh. on the right hand side okay. and it got blown leftward. Wow. Because we recorded an episode last week that's about how to survive if you're caught in your car underwater. Holy shit. And that was a guess scary what? One. It was Talk a really scary fish. one. And that's what happened. Someone was hit on a bridge. By like a by, tractor trailer, By right? a tractor. The car fell into the water. But at first it like teeter-tottered on the but edge. But it teetered. Like you see on TV like, shows. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Bam. Second hit. Right. And then she went down. Shklunk. So how do you how, how do you do it? How do you get well, out? She survived. Well, you, yeah. You have to listen to our episode, but it involves having no, a special tool. No, you don't. Tool. Spill the yeah. beans. This could save Silver a life. This could beans. save a life. You have to cross your fingers and pray to God. Yep. This could save the life of the person who's listening right now, Danielle. Somebody could have been laughing so hard at that raspberry thing. <laughs> they they careened off a bridge. That's true. They're currently They're underwater right now. right now. You have to go through your window, not the windshield. You have to go through your window. Side you window. Have to, okay. Side window. Kick and with your some, feet. Yeah. Kick it with that your feet. That might not work. And don't wait for the car to stabilize. Some people tell you that the car is supposed to sink to the bottom Mm-mm. so that the equalization, the the pressure on the outside of the car and the inside of the car are equal. Well, that's and then you can open the door, which is all well and good, but you could be dead by the time that actually happens. So don't do that. Just start Wait, kicking. you're going to die of car sinking? Yeah. Of course. It's a myth. Well, you could drown. Kick what do you your mean? kick your window out. Yeah. It is a myth. I read about that in uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. What's the- that? <laughs> When the hero tumbles to the bottom of the sea and waits. That's the classic. It's a, one of those archetypes that comes up in every culture. Oh, oh. interesting. Well, yeah. it's it's not... I mean, I guess it's possible, but they're just saying it takes way longer than you think it will. I watched a video from... Um, why do I keep forgetting the goddamn name of the show? The car show. Mythbusters. Top Gear. Yeah. I watched one. a video from Top Gear, and it takes way longer than you think it does. So don't do it. So just start kicking as soon as the car gets yeah. over. Yeah. And then yeah. we each have a tool that will cut through your seatbelt and also break the glass. Why do you have to cut through your seatbelt? Because it well, might be Well, in case your seatbelt is stuck. Because you, you were just think, in a car accident. Yeah. Probably. I just don't wear them. I just don't wear them. Sorry. <laughs> That's, I mean, personal, well, my you, personal freedom. You know what? You did your own research. There's, I did yeah. my own research. There's a mm-hmm. risk, so I'm not wearing it. Yep. I hear you. I always wear a swimsuit. There sure. you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and fins. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's harder to press the brake yeah. pedal. It's honestly car, it caused more car accidents than it saved. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of problems with going off bridges because of the fins, but I'm always ready. Right. Exactly. You are. Swimming. You're ready to go. Uh, wait, what's the tool? You have, a, like, is it on your key ring? It's called the Life Hammer. Okay. Yeah. And you can buy it on the internet. There's another one that sounds really cool, but. I didn't, yeah, I don't remember the name I don't of that have one. That one. It's a little more. It's like it's like a suction. It's like a thing that a ju- like a jewel thief would use, where you like 
put it on the on the window and you like make a hole wow. like in a circle. Yeah. Wait, what sound does it make when it you make the hole, Danielle? It goes, and it goes, yeah. 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 there you yep. go. Those are girl sound effects. Ah, that ruled. Why don't we get more sound effects on the show, Jordan? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And clips from Family <laughs> let's, Guy. <laughs> let's get Winslow in here. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> What's um, he doing? Wait, so the suction cup, is that something that's on your keychain? How does this giant- No, A, I don't think it's actually a suction cup. I think I made that part up, but okay. it just sounds fun. It does sound fun. Um, no, it's something you keep in your car. Okay. It's not something you would have on a keychain. You can mount it to your console. Yeah. I would or probably keep it, keep in, it in, in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah, not a not, not such a good idea. Well, if I got a, if I got in an accident, I'd pop the trunk and go get it, bring it back. Yep. Cut the I hole think in the you window. Might, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you got oh, my fence on? Then you got to go back because yep. you because you left the trunk open. So you get out, you go back. Oh, geez, you don't want to leave the trunk open. Back in the, the car. You're gonna get a lot of water damage. Can you imagine this? You're putting the kids in the car, right? Mm-hmm. You set your coffee cup down on top of the car because you got to do the seatbelts and everything. You close the car. You go off the bridge. You float to the bottom, you go get your tool, you come yeah. back, and you realize, oh, fuck, I left my fucking coffee on top of the car. Yeah. So you got to go get your coffee. You hope it didn't spill in the accident. Right. It very well might have spilled, and then you yep. got to deal with the paint. You know, you might even have to file an insurance claim, depending on how hot the coffee was or what was in it. You, you may also have s- done environmental damage to the fish. That's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. They can't handle the that coffee cup. Caramel macchiato. Might, yeah. God, can you imagine mm-hmm. like a clown fish and he's all hopped up on macchiato? Sure. Uh, and then he gets the clown shits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clown fish shits. You said that like it's a thing. Let me ask you this. <laughs> uh, it's Let's a thing. say, Jordan, you float to the bottom. You got a, you got a grande macchiato on top of your car. Yeah. What happens if an octopus gets to that? Can you imagine how many fucking doorknobs a hopped up octopus is going to open? How many soccer games he's going to predict the outcome of? Holy shit, you're going bananas. That octo. Oh my God, with the little suckers on his arms? He's got all those suckers? He could do practically anything. My overly caffeinated octopus teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's going to be a good Netflix documentary. Can't wait to watch that. <laughs> to raise the stakes for the sequel. Sure. So we fed the goddamn octopus <laughs> a macchiato. Right. <laughs> we gave all this guy's tigers pixie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you what were your what are your worst deadly fears and social fears? What Ooh. like of mm. of the two things you cover? Yeah, what are you most scared of in the deadly category and what are you most scared of in the social category? Hmm. So Christine specializes in the deadly category. So what is your <laughs> is scariest specialize? <laughs> No, I, I don't. I think I was just making an example. I didn't mean it was just bridges. Sorry, she's bridge. Awesome. She's bridge lady. <laughs> That's Sorry. all we're gonna. All also, we I want to make clear that it is a comedy podcast. <laughs> we don't know anything. We Google shit and then we just spew it out and then we get corrected because we're wrong. So it is a comedy podcast. Okay. Now, okay. Um, if we accidentally save someone's life, though, you're welcome. I think yeah. for me, it's probably tsunamis. Tsunamis are pretty scary to me. Yeah, that'd be. I'm bad. pretty afraid it's a of giant tsunamis. wave. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Too big. Is that your concern? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's this. I think it's this. Like you can't get away from it. Idea. Mm-hmm. You can surf on debris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> it looks super cool. Chris, tell them what it's like. It's not. It doesn't look like a wave. It looks like a, a wall of water. It looks like a wall of like water. Like a hundred foot it's wall so of water. Scary. And social, I mean, just group, like a group of people that's bigger than three. 
<laughs> She's shaking her boots right now. Is that including you or? <laughs> I think not including me. Not so. Yeah. Should we have Brian turn off his camera? Could you? Uh, yeah. No, he's he's great. I think large like if somebody's like I'm having a birthday party at El Cid, I'm like oh <laughs> like I've let like a lot of those like parties where it's like it's my birthday i'll like drive around and be like there's no parking i guess i just have to go home you know like oh my god it's my birthday life hammer is playing yes <laughs> exactly that's maybe my social one yeah well we had matt weinhold on who's a very funny comic and he talked about bombing on stage and even though i don't do stand-up anymore i still occasionally have a dream about doing stand-up and not having any idea what i'm about to say and that is horrifying. So I guess, yeah, that kind of stuff is scary oh, to that's me. That's rough. You are yeah. were a wonderful stand-up. Did you oh, ever that's have very a, sweet. Thank you. I, I mean it. Did you ever have a did you ever have a desperate bombing situation? Oh yes, yes. Well, I actually told the story on our show, but one time I was doing a set in a real club. I didn't do that many like real club sets, and I did a real club set, and it was around Christmas. And it was an office party, Christmas office party, in the audience of Harley Davidson employees. So uh -huh. my crowd. They sound chill. And, <laughs> I, bet right. they, I bet they're chill. Yeah. So I mentioned for a joke, I mentioned that I was Jewish. And then at some point, I hear someone in the audience yell, put her in an oven. Oh, so, no. Oh, my fun. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, um, <sighs> which, you know. I could fit in an oven. That's a compliment. So that's nice. But um, <laughs> sure. you took it as a yeah. sign of. Yeah. I mean, especially with Christmas weight gain. I mean, that's right. pretty good. So, yeah. So I've definitely. So that's terrifying because there's just like nothing you can do. I mean, it's yeah, just I mean, I, I mean, there are things people can do. I did not have the skill set to handle someone. I mean, I tried to make a joke about how Jews are superior intellectually or something. It didn't really play that well. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Oh and, um, the fact that you were able to do anything is amazing and not yeah. be have to yeah oof, boy that's scary and then i i don't know if you guys know who david feldman is he's a really funny comic and i ran into him and i told him the story and he said obviously he's jewish david feldman and he said yeah never tell them you're jewish and i was like seriously that's the lesson david that's what you want me to take from this he was serious it was like, You're that was where I made the mistake. David Feldman. <laughs> I know. I know. So, yeah. Put one over on him. I Can I tell you something about the Harley Davidson employees? Sure. It's only tangentially related, but I, I went to Costco today. Braggart. Yeah, it's kind of my lifestyle. I get as many smoothies as I want. <laughs> How many do you want? One case of smoothies is enough smoothie i do you get pre-packaged so smoothies it's like a you know like a protein drink okay got it your protein i thought maybe you were getting it at the like a uh, costco the famous costco snack bar i thought maybe they had like a dollar smoothie or something yeah. no i get they do but i get a hot dog there i had a hot dog there thank god the relish is back by the way jesus christ was the relish gone <laughs> was it was the relish a covid concern a lot of these places where you get a hot dog relish was a covid concern because they didn't want to have a pump Sure. Normally, you pump oh. the relish. They didn't want to have pumps. They took out all the pumps and they only left packets. Are you and relish packets are, are you telling uncommon. me there was no onion crank? There was no onion. <laughs> crank out some onions. Because no, not November. Yeah. Ooh, it's the smelliest cum. That's just what I say when I'm cranking the onions. I realized <laughs> makes you cry. Yeah. Well, I don't need help with that, Danielle. When this I'm cum cranking makes you cry. I yell in Costco. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I went to the Costco gas station. You know how some Costco's have a gas station there? Yes. And I don't think, first of all, as I was waiting in line to go into the Costco, Costco gas station in my car, I realized that it was not worth it. Like I could have gone to a Shell station where it's 50 cents a gallon more than the Costco and it would have been better because I don't need to wait in line for gas like it's the energy crisis. No. Right. Waste of my life. But I already got in the line, so I'm there. And I finally got to the front. I'm pumping my gas. And I look across. And it's a very, you know, there's 12 pumps or 15 pumps or something. There's a lot of people in this thing. And there's a man there who looked like, the best I could describe is skinny Hulk Hogan. But skinny <laughs> okay. Hulk Hogan now. Okay. Like okay. 60-ish, a Fu Manchu, <laughs> like a kind of a leathery-faced man, like a brownie-orange leather-faced man, <laughs> and a, like, a, like a short, like a cropped white hair, and, you know, like an Affliction t-shirt or something like that. And I hear, I hear a thunk, and I see him scurry. That's what catches my eye. I see him scurrying. You don't see a lot of scurrying at the gas station. I see him scurrying. And uh, he picks up his hacky sack and gets back to hacky sacking. <laughs> so he's just hacking while he waits for his gas to pump, huh? I honestly, I thought it ruled. I mean, I thought it was a great use of gas time. Sure. I mean, listen, when when we have some downtime, we're just you know staring at our little hypno screens, you know, uh, screen time uh, for hoping Dad. for a little dopamine pill <laughs> from Papa Bezos. But this oh, dude... I got, I, got a, I got a star on Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I feel good about myself for a moment, but bad about my body. <laughs> this guy's hacking. That's fucking great. Uh, you yeah. have, a, have, a hack, have, a, have a sack in the car, and if you have mm-hmm. a little downtime... Yeah, sack it in the room. And ride. he was older. He was like he's of the like era. Sure. 60-ish. And he truly looked like he could be a, a Harley Davidson employee, 100%. This guy did not look like, look, Jordan and I went to university in Santa Cruz, California. Oh. We've seen plenty, plenty of middle-aged men hacks sacks. I'm sure. This was not in the cultural category that you would expect. This is a cultural category that you would expect- to have sports sunglasses backwards on his head, where the arms are <laughs> sticking forward and the eyeballs are on the back. Right. And he's pulling his boat. But he was hacking the sack right there in the Costco. I thought this guy's got a good eye for fun and a good eye for time management. Mm-hmm. And he's great at uh, value. He should have bought the hacky sacks at Costco, bought them by the gross, and handed them out to everyone else waiting. God, that Th- then could have been like a happening. You know what I think, Danielle? Pass it forward. That's what I always say. <laughs> exactly. You know, with your with your ankle, preferably. Hack it on. Sure. Yeah. Hack, hack, hack it, on. Hack it, keep hack calm it to the and left, baby. Keep calm and 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 hack on. <laughs> Don't talk to me until I've had my hacky sack. I hack two sacks in the morning and I hack two sacks at night. That's what I always say. Live, love, hack, hack. Yep. Costco comes up a lot on this show. I have not been to a Costco in fifteen years. I, really? We, yeah. Totally. Well, you're a single man. You live alone in an apartment. Yeah. A, a Costco, you know, I'm envious when people talk about Costco. Of course, I want to crank the onion crank, but, yeah, you know. Get yourself a, one of those chicken bakes. Oh, yeah. 900 calories. Put it in my mouth. I'd love a, I'd love a chicken bake. I'd love, uh, if they still got the swirled fro-yo, I'd like that. I'd like a- It's ice cream, but go ahead. I'd like a cheap 4K TV. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all. They had a tiny motorcycle for sale in the Costco, and it was on the second shelf. It was on the upper <laughs> shelf. Danielle, Christine, are you guys both? Co- are you guys both Costco members? No, I'm not living the dream. No. Apparently, I guess I got to get in on this. Yeah. Where do you buy your diamonds? <sighs> I Sam's. You know, I just. Ikea diamonds? Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put them I together get... yourself. And yeah. Sometimes they leave out a screw, which is. Yeah. They just sell you a piece of coal and you have to press it. <laughs> you got to figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I like hearing about Costco. I'm, you know, I realize it, it doesn't make sense for me to get a Costco membership. I don't really have the space to store it. I don't, you know, I don't really. But it's I always like hearing about it. And like Costco people are very passionate about Costco. Fair labor practices. The what? Fair labor practices there at the Costco. That's great. Great values on sunglasses. <laughs> but so, but I've always just kind of been like, okay, it's not for me. But <laughs> this week, a friend texted me from Costco. He's like, look what they have at Costco. And they have like a beef loin that is endorsed by John Taffer, the host of Bar Rescue. <laughs> He has his own beef loin. It's called like Taffer's. It's like a brand. It's like Taffer's Tavern. Oh my god! And he do you, that's do you, a seasonal you, product. Do you know Jordan. this? Do you know this guy? Do you know John Taffer, host of Bar Rescue? I've seen the show a couple times. He's like, as my husband says, he's like extremely aggressive one minute, and then the next minute he's like very sweet right. and and like almost crying, very sensitive. Yeah. Right, it's, is that the guy? It's a roller coaster. John Taffer will like <laughs> yell at you because your like grease traps are dirty, but then he will like sit you down and try and help you repair your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he's a loud. He's a loud. He's a loud dad with one sport coat, and he, he <laughs> tells you he tells you how to fix your bar. Jordan, you were on Bar Rescue. I was not. Yes, I was. A, I what? was. I was on a past guest of the show. Matt Myra and I were recon guys on an episode of Bar Rescue. So we like, we were just both big fans. Matt knew somebody who worked on the show, so he like got us this sweet unpaid gig as cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay that it wasn't. It wasn't paid. It's not like they rerun that thing or anything. Anyway. Yeah. They don't make any money off of it. It's yeah. like a museum or whatever. I was I was happy to do it for the do it for the credit, do it for the mm-hmm. life experience. Exposure. The exposure. exposure. Did you get any writing gigs out of that? No. I've <laughs> I've had them taken away. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked to leave writing rooms because they discovered I was the recon. So it's they uh, Don Taffer sends in his close personal friends. He calls you his friends, which is I love. Mm-hmm. Did he give you any loin? No. I don't think he I don't think he was endorsing the loin at this point, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't until later that he started endorsing the loin. Not in November, anyway. No, <laughs> no you don't want to endorse yeah. the loin in November. That's Cruller Month. <laughs> <laughs> it's yourself a bear claw. So he sends you in. I never know who picks the bar. Is it like someone who works there writes in and says? That's a great question. I don't really know too much about that process. Yeah, I guess you're oh. led to believe when you're watching the show that like someone like contacted them to save, but they don't really do anything on the show. It's like, if you want us to save your bar, go to blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if, about that okay. process. There's just one scene where, where the bar's uh, cable operator just goes, yeah. Can I show you guys my uh, sweatshirt that my wife just got me? Yes. Yeah, let's see it. Does it say Kirkland on it? Yeah. Oh my God, it does. Wow. This is a hot item. Wow. I love that. Kirkland's signature sweatshirt. 
Yeah, so she value. made a separate trip to Costco and got that. Uh, she went to Costco.com, ordered online, free shipping, oh, Danielle. If you're wow. a Costco member, which you're not, apparently. No. And Jordan was until he did that donut shit. Now he's out. I'm out. Yeah. Oh, those are the boys. Yeah, Fucking those are the boys. Yes. <laughs> they, they do. Oh, they, yeah, the they, Kirkland brothers. Yes. The, yeah, the Kirklands. <laughs> the Kirkland, yeah, the Kirkland boys uh, kicked me out of the Costco club for cranking it too much. Well, Jordan, let's take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back in just a second, we'll have more of our program, which is called Jordan, Jesse, Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, Jordan, I uh, recently turned the lights on uh, here in my home office. And uh, as I did that, I thanked the members of MaximumFun.org. Because they they keep the lights on. Yeah, they made it possible for us to keep the lights on, Jordan. That's why. Amazing. That's what I was trying to suggest there. The best. Uh, besides that, of course, this podcast sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now, Jordan, you're you're an athlete. Uh, uh, sure. For the purpose of this <laughs> ad read, I can be an athlete. Yes. Now, Jordan, do you train only right before you take a perhaps too dangerous ocean swim? Just like the night before? No, Jesse, I would never do such a thing. It, you know, training for something that important, um, you know, it's got to be consistent. It's got to be regular. It's got to be something that you do, you know, well in advance. You can't just yeah. you can't just cram it in the night before. Not just when you're a little too far from the pier. Mm-hmm. It's not when you want to do it. Well, it's the same thing with getting therapy. Jordan and I have benefited immensely from therapy. We really encourage our audience to look into it. There are a lot of ways to get therapy, um, whether it's in person or online or or whatever. One of the options is BetterHelp. Uh, you don't have to be in crisis to get therapy. In fact, um, I have often benefited the most when I was not. I mean, look, it's great to have a relationship. It's great to have someone who knows you and, and knows what's going on when you do have a crisis. Um, but when you're not in crisis, you can gain a lot uh, when you're feeling better to, you know, have the space, the, the, the emotional strength to, uh, work through some of the bigger issues in your life. Some of the things that affect your every day. Um, and look, one way to get to therapy is, uh, better help. It's customized online therapy. They offer video phone, live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Uh, It can be more affordable than in-person therapy, and uh, you can start talking to a therapist in less than 48 hours, which is uh, really valuable. Uh, yeah, uh, this is if this is something uh, that you're curious about, definitely look into it. It's uh, it's awesome to have options uh, where you don't have to you know go into an office. It's great to have it kind of all via the web or by phone or however you want to do it. it it's great that it can be convenient like this. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Jordan Jesse Go listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com/jjgo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash J.J. Go. You know that on Jordan Jesse Go, we stand for nothing if we do not stand for carefully manicured private areas. 
It's on our crest. It's on our flag. It's on our currency. I'm not talking about pocket parks here, Jordan, although perhaps if you have a pocket park, you might want to tend to it, if you know what I mean, Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tend to your pocket park, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I don't know what you mean, actually. I'm just agreeing because I want to seem cool. Talking about, well, you, first of all, you do seem cool. Thank you. First and foremost, I'm like, what the fuck, man? How did I get into this club? These guys are all super cool, I said to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, is that Jean-Michel Basquiat? Turned out to just be you, Jordan, being it's super true. cool. A cool guy. But you know what? You probably have the confidence to uh, bluff your way through that pocket park metaphor. Yes. It's because of Manscaped, Jesse. Mm-hmm. It's because you have a waterproof personal grooming tool. That's why. That's true. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 4.0, the performance. This hygiene bundle includes the Lawnmower 4.0, Weed Whacker, Boxers, Travel Kit, and Liquid Formulations. I like that they're willing to iterate on the uh, the Lawnmower. I've got an earlier version of the lawnmower. I've got lawnmower 3.11, lawnmower for work groups. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta update. You gotta update, Jesse. You have, I believe, lawnmower Bob. Yeah. That's the one where you... You gotta update the 4.0. Does anyone know what that means? It's their most advanced trimmer yet. It's waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology to reduce nicks and cuts and even has a light to help you close shave down there. Jordan, I've used this product for quite a long time. I have, I can honestly say I've never had a nick or cut from this product. Neither have I. Uh, Manscaped is great. It is, uh, it's easy. Uh, you can use it in the shower. It's great. It is, and I, yeah, we've said this before. It's a little bit fun. Yeah, it's a it's little very, bit fun I'm gonna, to Manscaped. I'm going to kick it out. I like it. I think it's very fun. I have no particular, like, I do not do it because I have reasons to. I mostly do it as a way to pass the time, as an enjoyable activity. It, Get 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code JJGO. It's time to join the Manscaped movement. Jordan Jesse Go also brought to you this week by Feels. You know, Jordan, CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. I'm talking about stress, anxiety, pain. I'm talking about those haters on your shoulder and you just brush them off, baby, with feels. Oh, yeah. Feels, it is a way to feel better. Uh, it can. It's a natural method to relieve pain, nervousness, and sleeplessness without harmful side effects. That's right, Jesse. It's a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free delivered directly to your door. That's convenient. Yeah, I'm so tired of CBD hassles. I mean, yeah, it's like, come on, I'm taking this stuff to reduce my stress. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know. Like, oh, I'm in line again. (laughs) The CBD area. Yeah, CBD has definitely helped me in the past when I'm having trouble sleeping. Uh, you just take yourself the recommended little nip of CBD. It can really help uh, a lot of different con- conditions. Uh, and uh, Feels is great because they have a CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get your best use of CBD. 
Yeah, I had been trying to use it rectally, and apparently it does not work that way. But the kind folks yeah. at the at the customer service line were nice enough to help me out. Now I did have to go to the ER you without gotta, a base, without a trace. You got to you got to call the reality. line. You got to call the line yeah. first, Jesse, before you yeah. shove it. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you learned your lesson. Yeah, I mean, they had sent me a few bottles, so I still got to enjoy it orally. (laughs) Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash JJGo, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Jesse, it's spelled F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JJGo to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JJGo. And you probably know, but I am the proprietor of the Put This On Shop. It is a vintage and antique store on the internet. Uh, Not just clothes, but lots of uh, jewelry and gift items and home stuff and goofy stuff. And uh, I hope that you will do your holiday shopping at putthisonshop.com. And I also hope that if there is a humor or graphic novel lover in your life, that you will remember to get them bubble for Christmas uh, or your preferred winter holiday so go to put this on shop.com or go to your local bookstore and grab bubble let's get back to the show it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan morris boy detective I'm Christine Kimmel, needing a nap. <laughs> and I'm Danielle Koenig, world's best frog legs. There's no doubt about that. I mean, we knew that. Yeah. You don't have to go to France to get the world's best frog legs. All you nope. need is DK. That's DK right. all day. It's actually what they used to call me in grade, in, uh, grade school. Frog legs? Yeah, because when I ran, I would like kick myself in the butt. Like my legs <laughs> would go up so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like everyone called me that, but. Like one kid called me that. But now you're like well, owning I mean, it. Now you're like, I'm Yeah, I'm taking it back. You can't hurt That's me. That's right. That's right. It's really beautiful. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Christine P, are you, an, are, you an, are you a napper? What we would call a napster? I did take a nap today. <laughs> cool. Um, mm-hmm. But now Danielle makes me think I want to change my nickname to Kibbles and Bits because that was my nickname oh. in grade school. Because <laughs> one boy would follow behind me singing the theme song from the dog food commercial because my last name is Kimmel and he would say, Kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. I got to get me some kibbles and bits. This guy oh. sounds like a pretty cool guy. Yeah, he was <laughs> pretty cool, but I yeah. found it a, a little bit alarming. This guy is yeah, currently but... involved in No Nut November. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I think a lot of guys from my high school are involved in No Nut November. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the whole things is, did you go to high school with Christine? And also, do you think uh, men should have uh, equal custody rights in divorces? Sure. Those are two things to do. No, not November. <laughs> those two. I think we should all be able to exercise our free will, make our own choices. Since <laughs> you might be involved in No Nut November, Jordan. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like an unpopular Jeff Foxworthy routine. <laughs> you know you're doing no if you follow Christine around <laughs> singing the dog food song. You might be doing No Nut November. <laughs> if you get your health advice from a podcast, <laughs> you, might be doing, you might be doing No Nut November. Yeah. <laughs> if you're mad because the American version of Bayonetta desexualized her costume, 
You remember doing no nut November? <laughs> if you prefer the original cast of Top Gear to the new cast, you're watching the Grand Tour, you might be doing no nut November. <laughs> Stay tuned after the show for ten more of these. <laughs> <laughs> If you're still complaining about the Last Jedi, okay. <laughs> I got. Oh, can I? I can do one. I can do yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. What do you yeah, got, Danielle? Yeah. If if you think the all girl Ghostbusters was heresy, you might be doing. You might be doing. You might be doing. Can I do another one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If you're damn, you might be doing. No, no, never. Brian, you have a microphone there. Can you tell us, because you mentioned briefly that you did some research while we were on the air. This is our producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez here. Hey. What what research did you do? I was just looking up tools to break out of your car in (laughs) emergencies. Tools to break out of your podcast job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just work at Starbucks. (laughs) Pretty good idea. There's a bracelet. I thought it was interesting. There's a bracelet called the EC Benali bracelet uh, car window breaker. So it has a little round uh, rock on a bracelet, and then you kind of hold it like a slingshot and pull it back and break your window with the the little rock. It's a stretchy, like, you know, rubber band kind of thing. It's like a ding-a-dong <laughs> kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, like a pop. Like a, yeah, if you were going to snap a... a a rubber band on on your wrist or something like that but instead of your wrist it's a window and there's a rock there that breaks through the window you know what i would do if i needed to uh break my window it now occurs to me you just have a local ball playing mormon boy break it <laughs> and i'd say who broke my window you guys remember that i think that was uh-huh. a local commercial where you grow up so. No, I think that was a national hundred percent. That was a national campaign from the and, and then the guy's he's saying the words who so broke the, my window. The boy breaks the window, and then the big kind of Tevia looking guy, like a big <laughs> sort of like New York tenement nineteen forty kind of dude, like a like a musical theatery. Opry <laughs> chunk chunky power man, sort of older guy. Looks Fall like stuff. A Falstaff, uh, what's the name of the uh, guy who owned Mr. Munchnik? Is that the name of the guy in yeah. Little Shop of Horrors? That yeah. guy. Okay. He goes, who broke my window? And then the kid says like, I did it, I'm sorry. And the moral is that you that you cop to your shit. What you know, is that's it what for? It says. So what's it, it advertising? Says, <laughs> it's Twix. It's, it, says, <laughs> it says cop to your shit. The Church of Jesus Christ right. of Latter-day Saints. Oh, yeah. I don't remember this. Oh, no. We didn't have those commercials. No. No. The ones where the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints teaches you to be more moral by copying to your shit. I mean, we, we may have had some LDS commercials, but no, I don't remember that. I don't remember I don't singing. I remember that one. Somebody's going to post this on, on our Reddit. 100% something. Wait, aren't you from the West Coast originally? I'm from San Francisco originally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the. We had that same thing, but it was for Dianetics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Page seventy-two. <laughs> Who stole my Thetan? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it's me, Kirstie Alley. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, she says her own name. It's me. <laughs> <laughs>
and back until recently. <laughs> Can I tell you something about Kirstie Alley? This is a very brief sure. thing about Kirstie Please. Alley. I watched a ton of Cheers. I watched pretty much all of Cheers. In fact, I think I did watch all of Cheers. And Kirstie Alley's super fucking funny on Cheers. Yeah, she's Kirstie so good on Cheers. Super funny on Cheers. That's all I yeah. got. It's just Kirstie Alley, contemporary insane person. Uh, is super funny on Cheers. She's really great. In fact, I would say I maybe I maybe prefer her. See, I'm the world's biggest Cheers fan, and I I don't pick a an actor. I think they're both amazing and both did like two totally different things. But I will go so far as to say she was even good on Veronica's Closet. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I, I loved Veronica's Pete Closet. Kirstie well. Alley, you did okay. Yeah, yeah. oh, I she all right. was great. Yeah, she is a very very funny. She was even good on Fat Actress, which was like the fake reality show she did. Yeah. That was actually really funny, at least what I saw of it. Kirstie yeah, Alley. Yeah, she's just a nutto, you know, nutty. She's a talent. She's talent. She's got to take care of the talent. I would say a lot yeah. of that talent comes with a lot of nuttiness in a lot yeah. of people. She's not mm-hmm. the first to be nuts. Yeah, I got a few bats no. in the belfry, if you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> 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 to go along with these prodigious gifts. Yeah, and you were on TV. You, yeah. you were bragging about it earlier. See? It's an unaired pilot. <laughs> unaired pilot. I had to sing in the auditions. And we've all got a must-see TV deep cut that's close to our hearts. We were a Wings house. Mm-hmm. Watched a lot of Wings growing up. Sure. You can only watch a lot of Wings because it's on like constantly. Yeah, there was a real... Right? There was, TV was just the wings box for a while that's yeah, what we call it, it it's true <laughs> flip yeah. on the wings box see what lol's <laughs> yeah. up to my dad would say <laughs> oh wings wings is one of the best regional airport sitcoms it's got to be top it 3 is. at least it is yeah for sure it's up there yeah. that heavy set guy in that in there could have been in that uh LDS commercial oh yeah who broke my window looked... yeah. on this airplane i'm john travolta <laughs> Brian, we got some uh, momentous occasions uh, in the box, in the wings box. When something momentous happens to you, 206-984-4FUN, or just send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Brian, what do we got in there? Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Brian, Sonny D, and um, potential guest, I'm going to say Steve Agee. I just got back from visiting with my grandmother, and she said she had something to show me. Went to the other room, came back with a Cosmopolitan magazine from the 1970s with a full nude spread of Burt Reynolds. Uh, thought you guys would enjoy that. Have a good one. Hell yes. Anytime somebody says, I got something to show you. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, guy's, uh, this guy's grandma's not doing No Nut November over there, huh? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> that bean's been busy. Mm-hmm. Grandma. Yeah, but he didn't show his crank, I don't think. They put his crank behind a uh, bearskin rug or something. Yeah. You couldn't see his It was Cosmopolitan? I thought yeah, it was, it was Playgirl. I bet oh. I bet he did it a lot. Yeah. Well, it was a big, 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 big deal. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I think. Yeah, it was Cosmo. Okay. But this all is right. funny because, you know, because Jesse, you're right because, you know, Burt Reynolds did do all these kind of like saucy, you know, photo shoots, but he never did show the crank and- you know, he kind of blamed it on like, oh, you know, like legally you can't show it. But it's actually because Burt Reynolds had a pathetic shriveled crank. Oh. Yeah. Fun I fact. I know that. Yeah. I watched a movie called, my daughter's taste in movies is 
Not what I would choose. <laughs> Wait, how old is she? She's 10 years old, recently okay. turned 10 years old. And she likes, look, if Jordan was her dad, if Elliot Kalin was her dad, her friend from the Flophouse, it would, great, it would be great for them. And I like to troll too, but my daughter refuses to watch a movie because it's good. She only likes weird and terrible movies. Her favorite kind of movie is a, is a misbegotten sequel. She's really into misbegotten sequels <laughs> right now. But she had me watch this movie called Munchie. She's on a mission to watch all of the little monster movies. Oh, the kind you of know, post-Gremlins, yeah. Ghoulies, uh, Hobgoblins, that kind of thing. Munchie is about a little monster. It's like a family comedy version of that, about a little monster voiced by Dom DeLuise. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a second. What year is this from? It's from like nine. So it's the. It's got to be 85, 86. The female lead of the movie is is like a, a 10 year old Jennifer Love Hewitt. What? I've never heard of this movie. And it, well, it's, it's, I mean, that's for the best. Dom DeLuise, you know. Yeah. He he did his work in the two hours he was in that recording booth. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he, he cashed his check appropriately. But uh the mom of the the main kid is played by Lonnie Anderson. Hubba hubba. Lonnie Anderson in the movie is a is about fifty. And there's a point where they say where they describe her as thirty-four or something like that. You're like, no one that's not that's a but you know what? Lonnie Anderson's fucking great in it. I realized, oh, right, the reason Lonnie Anderson is famous is because she's so super charming and funny. That's she all. Was, just another person who's who's funny. She was great on WKRP. She was really funny. Yeah, she's super funny, Lonnie yeah. Anderson. I saw her. She introduced this Burt Reynolds documentary I watched. She seemed super cool. She seemed like a really cool lady. Hmm. Oh, oh right. picture of Munchie. And Munchie is on the cover of uh, of the video, Surfing on a Pizza. Yeah, that yeah. looks. Oh my god! Roger Corman presents. This is. Oh, oh, it's Roger Corman. Oh wow! Yeah, it's one of Roger Corman. And Artie Johnson's in it. Roger, that's why Munchie's tits are so huge. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this is like this. Uh, so we're looking at this box. So Munchie is like a like a dog boy. He has a Fonzie jacket <laughs> on. Oh, he has Spock ears. Yes, Bach ears. Yeah. He's surfing on a pizza. Boy, this is just like the aesthetic of our childhood, I feel like. This is just mm-hmm. encapsulates like all kids' entertainment when Yeah, I think we were they would need a little more neon to sure. be a perfect a skateboard should show mm-hmm. up. He sh- maybe Munchie could be holding a skateboard but surfing on a pizza. He's wearing those kind of sunglasses that like Jose Canseco would wear. You know, like it's sort of shiny, like a green, yeah. shiny sunglass. But Jennifer Love Hewitt doesn't look anything no. like herself. That I'm looks really like a boy. That's it a looks picture like a boy. Of, that's a picture of Lonnie Anderson. Oh no, the one in front of her. <laughs> no, that's the boy. So, that's the boy. No, no, Je- she plays the pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. She surfs on. She does look. A oh, little... is that really a boy? Yeah. Is oh, okay. Is you the, led me to is... believe she was the star, so I thought, okay, well, is good, the mustache because... man? Is that Andrew yeah. Stevens? Who's or that? Is the boy Andrew Stevens? He looks like um, Barbara Streisand's husband. That's who he looks like. He's like Which a bad one. The current one. James. Oh, James Brolin? Brolin, and yeah, yeah, The yeah. Brolin dad. Yeah. Honestly, like that dad, he also does a great job. What's amazing about watching a terrible movie is how often there are just a, a number of people in it who are really doing a great job. 
Sure. Like they really brought their whole heart to that shit and they're knocking it out of the park and it's just unsalvageable. Well, they're still, you know, they still got an acting gig. They're professionals. Yeah. Looks like Munchie is from 1992. 1992. Yeah. It It was a very radical time. According to IMDb. The ever hungry Munchie is back. So that's the second Munchie movie? I think Munchies is the first one. The second one is Munchie. Huh. So it's, it's like, like the opposite of Alien. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was the whole premise of them. That's how they pitched it. That was the elevator pitch. They talk about Cameron going in and, you know, getting the Alien's job by just taking Alien and adding an S on the end. Uh-huh. Roger Corman got this by taking Munchies and erasing mm-hmm. the S. Yeah. His pitch was the Alien bursts into the chest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian, let's play one more call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, uh, Sonny D, and guest, I'm going to guess Mike Mitchell. Close. Uh, it's Zach calling from Ogden, Utah. Um, 29 years old, and I just came home from the hospital after suffering a stroke. Uh, it's a pontine ischemic stroke, which uh, doesn't leave many survivors. So I kicked its ass and still here. Um, love you guys. Love the show. And have a good day. I have my first guess was it was a pontine ischemic <laughs> stroke. What kind of stroke did you guys think it was? Jordan, you go first. So somebody's at some point somebody's gonna say like breaststroke or something, right? So I'll get that. Mm-hmm. I'll steal that easy one. Yeah. I'll steal somebody's that. Somebody's gonna easy say Oakland say. stroke. Right. Yeah. Mini. Power, power I would have guessed mini. Mini stroke? Yeah. 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 Christine, what kind of stroke do you think it would have been? Yeah, I guess I would have thought it was something less serious. Mm-hmm. Such a young fella. I'm glad and he's okay. Skin, what was it called in a, a, a that I thought it was a Minneskin? I don't know. Minneskina. If Minnesota. you're having a Minneskin, <laughs> you might be having a stroke. <laughs> 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 if you're smelling burnt toast, <laughs> if your couch is in the space station, tinfoil doctor, you might be having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Two zero six. Oh, Jeff, fuck, help him. <laughs> help him. Is there a doctor here? Two zero six nine eight four four fun. JJ go at maximumfun.org. Jordan Peterson, your doctorate is in philosophy. You cannot help Jeff Foxworthy here. <laughs> Canadian doctorate. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, la, la. Folks, it's me, James Arthur M., host of Minority Corner, your home through these bewild times for weekly doses of pop culture, history, news, nerdy stuff, and more through a BIPOC queer and allied lens. That's how you get Joel Schumacher putting nipples on Batman. Yeah. I didn't ask, like, and I say no. this as a game. I say this as a gay man, didn't ask for it. I don't need to see no. Batman's nipples on his suit. Who is this for? Who is this for? <laughs> I did a bunch of research. I wanted to just know about the history of black people in Argentina. So not only did they erase black people from their history they also started to flip and use it as slurs we're not done like we're not done with the work that needs to be done and so stay awake so join me and some of your new bffs every friday here on maximum fun to stay informed empowered and have some fun minority corner because together we're the majority from the internationally acclaimed creators of who shot you comes the movie podcast, 
Maximum Film, starring producer and film festival programmer Drea Clark as a woman bound by passion. I saw this eight months ago on the festival circuit, and I loved it. Film critic Alonzo Duralde as a man corrupted by greed. Why watch one Hallmark Christmas movie when I can watch seven? And comedian Ifiwadiwe as a man protecting a love that society simply won't accept. I think Pacific Rim is a perfect movie. And if you can't accept that, then I want you out of my life. From the makers of the movie podcast, Who Shot Ya, comes Maximum Film. That's right. We changed the name of our show to Maximum Film. But don't worry. We're still a movie review show that isn't just a bunch of straight white dudes. So tune in to Maximum Film at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Christine Kimmel, Kibbles and Bits. Danielle Koenig, world's best frog legs. Okay, so we are live streaming this. We've been we've been goofing around with live streaming our records. We use a video chat program called Zoom, I think it's called. And we can live stream our records there with our friend Valerie's help. And so there's a little chat in the live stream there. And guess who's in the chat, Jordan? Smart Bunny's in there. You know Smart Bunny from the internet? We should also mention that uh, while the stroke call came up, uh, someone in the chat said it was no stroke November. So yeah. congratulations to them on thinking yeah. of something funnier than Genius. everything that happened in the show. Yeah, we're actually we're going to go ahead and give you our show. Yeah. Cheers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, asshole. You, Shouldn't have done that. You should know it's yeah, it's not really an asset. It's uh you just that just means you have to pay for for last week's subs. We got some grinders last week and you gotta pay for those. We haven't paid for them yet. We just put them on our tab. We have a grinder tab. A lot of people don't know that. Well, it's for grinders and hoagies. It depends on what the guest wants. Sure. If they want a grinder, a hoagie, or a sub, any long sandwich we you offer. Se- we just... You send it through email? I don't understand. How no, does... we have a delivery. It's an attachment. So download. Yeah. Brian probably. So download the attachment in a uh, sandwich will oh, shoot out of your 3D okay. printer. Okay. We put it in the. <laughs> we co- it comes in one of those box. You know, like, you know, the mattress box? Yeah. You cut the thing in it. Mm-hmm. Unfurls. It's the same thing, but with a hoagie. Or a grinder or a sub, depending on what you prefer. Any long sand, again, any long sandwich. Got it. You can have. So Smart Bunny is in the chat. That's Robin. Robin's a very long, long-standing George Jessica supporter. Lives next door to our office. And uh, Robin was nice enough. She was on top of it. She knows about the "You broke my window," and she gave it to Brian. So Brian, do you have that "You broke my window" there? Wait, hold on, Brian. It says it stars Alfonso Ribeiro. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Carlton. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Telling the truth isn't going to be easy. Where'd that foghorn come from? You'll have to pay for this mess you've made, but I'm proud of you, child, for you have displayed honor. 
the stuff from which heroes are made. I told the truth. <laughs> in the morning, the Church of Jesus wow. Christ of Latter-day Saints. And the, what's best about it that I didn't remember is is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is written in what can best be described as the R-Gang font. Right. Yeah, with backward S's. Yeah. Oh, Beautiful. that's fantastic. Beautiful. Wow. There's a lot of like fog horns in the instrumentation. That was <laughs> off-putting to me. That suggests maybe it was a, a local San Francisco commercial because right. we do have fog horns in all our commercials. And they all end with the ding-ding of a trolley car. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be only a few years later when I would see little Alfonso Ribeiro on Broadway in the Top Dance Kid. Hey. Holy yeah. Cow. Was he the titular kid? He was. Did he, he break was. any windows? Not that I recall, but remember he was also in a the Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson. Really? Was, that was oh, oh yeah, yeah. This guy's got credits. Yeah. He's currently hosting America's Funniest Home Videos and doing a great I job. I know. Danielle, you thought you were hot shit because you were in the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. You know that. Wow. Yeah, I pay attention. Yeah. yeah. I pay attention. I got I got open ears over here. <laughs> Christine, were you in any Olympics? God, no. I okay. feel like I failed. I got to, you know what? My life isn't over yet. Yeah. There you sure. go. It could still happen. See? They're bringing the Olympics back to Los Angeles. It's the only thing the mayor accomplished, thing that no one wants. Uh, so maybe uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. maybe you could get into those opening ceremonies. I mean, it'd be nice to wear one of those little outfits they wear. I'd like I, that. I could put in a word. I mean, because I've already worked the opening ceremonies. Yeah, would the, you? So, yeah. Could you talk to the torch for us, Danielle? <laughs> Wait, Danielle, did I miss this? Definitely. What did you do in the opening ceremonies? Well, you'll just figure out how old I am at this point, but whatever. I'm old. I was in the 1984 opening ceremonies of the Summer Olympics so as a dancer. In your 30s, you were just doing yes. whatever you, yeah. Right. I was a dancer. There were pioneer families. The The premise was we were pioneer families who had moved out west because it was occurring in Los Angeles, except that mm-hmm. eagle eyes will no- notice that we actually moved from west to east during the performance. But um, <laughs> God damn so, it. So, yeah, we danced. That was your I broke the window moment. You told the truth. You can tell. <laughs> Stop the ceremonies. Stop yeah. the ceremonies, she said. Yeah, and my two best friends were in it with me and my brother. We danced. It was it was a great time. We got McDonald's for lunch. Wow. And we got we should mention, drink. Danielle, you're your two best friends were Alfonso Ribeiro yeah. and Gregory and Ricky Schroeder. Oh, okay. <laughs> I went another way. Yeah, it was it was super fun. It was it was great. Oh, it whips the hell out of my fucking bar rescue thing. <laughs> Not to mention my unaired pilot. You know what I just thought was funny when you said that before? It was if we all got like crew jackets that just said unaired pilot on them. <laughs> wow, you were an unaired pilot? Uh, yeah, oh, me too, it's man. a big, yeah Is that real leather, they would say? Yeah They'd say no, didn't make air I think, No I think I know how we get in the opening ceremonies I think we pitched this to, I mean, you know, they'll get somebody so, You know, somebody to direct it You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know Debbie Allen Debbie Allen <laughs> to direct it First I think choice. we pitched, like you know, the Olympics are in L.A. You want the opening ceremonies to, like, reflect, you know, the kind of rich culture of Los Angeles. You know, like, you know, when they was in England, they did, the, you know, the Queen and the Corgis and, you know, they did Bond stuff. So it's like you want to you want something that just screams, you know, L.A. So I think that the opening ceremony is the parade of podcasters. Yeah. <gasps> and Ooh. then we all. And we, tr- we travel yes. from the Americana. 
Right. <laughs> Start at the Americana. Yeah. You go all the way to the Grove. Oh my God! I have, I have one big request for this. Please, yes. yeah. I want raspberries. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Please preload them. I do not want to mush. Oh yeah. They should be pre. Don't mush the fucking be barrel. They're going to be scooped. Yeah. Oh my God, genius! It's an art project, Christine. Well, Danielle and Christine, it's been a joy and a delight. It was so much fun. Thank you. I listened to your podcast this morning while I was taking a walk at the Hahamangna Reservoir Park. By the way, I know where that is. That's in my neck of the woods. There you go. You know, the Hahamangna Reservoir Park has a froth course. Why would you put a picnic table in the froth course? (laughs) Because Are you somebody saying frisbee who's, golf? Is that what you mean by frolf? Yes. Yeah, so if okay. somebody's taking, so let's say somebody wants to sit down and check Twitter because they're tired of nature. They're going to sit down at the picnic table and all of a sudden there's fucking frolfers flinging discs at them. That could happen. Well, yeah. They're yeah. being it, present while you're uh, getting your little dopamine hits from at Jack. <laughs> Tell me I'm good, Papa. Bezos, <laughs> Daddy Zuckerberg, tell me that I've given you enough content. Start hacking, bro. <laughs> anyway, it's just some. This is a story. I, oh, the moral of the story is: while well, I was at Haha Magna taking a walk uh, and avoiding flying discs, they were like yelling at me. Why would you put the picnic table there? The, oh, you some, were sitting in the picnic table. Yeah, it's something that could happen if. <laughs> If Weren't there other I tables? Was, if I had been. Anyway, I was I was listening to How to Survive. It was a lot of fun. I was Thank laughing. You. I was yucking it up. I was enjoying myself. I was oh, learning good. things about what to do, uh, the order in which I should kick people if they're trying to get me to get, go to a second location mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while they're robbing me. That's the rule. Don't go to a second location, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Because they're just gonna they're just gonna murder you over there. Oh. Yep. Usually it's like Denny's or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Worse well, if like, you can imagine it. They're yeah. like, guys, what is still open? Still open. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the club is closed. You guys want to after robbery? Yeah. <laughs> moons over my hammy, anyone? Sure. Give me all your money. Let's go get some moons over my hammy. They say the robbers. Yep. Uh, anyway, I was I was thrilled. I was laughing. I was laughing along with your podcast. It was a ton of fun. Learned about identity theft. Learned about you have to go. You have to stomp the foot. You have to knee the nuts. Mm-hmm. And what is the third one? Kick the shin. I think it's box it the, the eyes, ears. Stomp. Oh, I, I, uh. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, was it the eyes first? We were going to put it on our license plates. It's it was gouge oh the yeah. Eyes. It's gouge the eyes. Stomp the foot. That's right. Gouge the eyes. Knee the nuts. The yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna get license plate frames that say that. My wife did that one time. Did what? Got a license plate. Stomped frame? a fe- stomped oh. a foot, gouged the eyes, knee the nuts. She took a class, learned that. Nice. Oh. Yeah. One time somebody was uh, was somebody was bothering her. She did the whole thing, and it totally fucking worked. Nice. Wow, that's I fantastic. Yeah, I recommend. And then it. were your eyes okay after that? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Cheap that was, we actually. It was sort of the start of a really wonderful thing we had. <laughs> That's the real no nut November when someone rips off yeah. your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> My wife did that one time, uh, and one time I got jumped by a guy in a wheelchair. That's a true story, just for what? another time, the thing oh, that wow. happened to me. Maybe I'll bring that to your podcast. Please do. Oh, that would be great. That's yeah. the We'd story love to have you guys want. on. Yeah. Yes. 
He was intimidating. He was an intimidating guy. Anyway, Christine, Danielle, it's been a delight to have you on the program. Thank, Thank you very you. much for taking the time. Thanks for having us. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer. Valerie Moffat on the stream there. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.reddit.com. You can find us on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. Uh, Jordan is on Instagram at Jordan. God damn it. Is it Jordan David Morris? Or it Jordan? is Jordan. This David is like this Jordan David yeah. Morris. Thank God. I second guess myself every fucking uh, It's time. one of those, you psyched yourself out. Oh, shit. Stomp the foot. <laughs> Stomp the foot. Grab the nuts, Jordan David Morris. <laughs> Jordan, you know what I learned on your Instagram? Hmm. You've been traveling the country signing copies of Bubble, and there's a lot of places people can just call and order. Like somebody could come, somebody call Books or Magic in Brooklyn and just have them mail a signed copy of uh, Bubble that you were signing them? You know, that they can do that. There are some yeah. copies. Uh, some signed mm-hmm. copies of Bubble at Books for Magic in Brooklyn. But if people want a signed personalized copy of Bubble, mm-hmm. like with a uh, little message or something, you know, like a Jordan Jesse Go thing or a Cotton Candy no, just, thing. Dear, uh, is a best regards, stomp the foot. Stomp the foot. <laughs> yeah. If you want something like that. Something that'll age like fine wine. Yes, exactly. Something you will definitely remember when you open the book in five years. Something that when you die, your children will be executing your estate. Open the book and wonder what the fuck that was. Yeah, or if you know something you want for the holidays, if you want to, you know, give give Bubble as a holiday gift, uh, and you want it mm-hmm. personalized, maybe a, maybe a, you got a you got a Jordan Jesse Go fan in your life, and you want it personalized. Uh, I am doing that through uh, the bookstore Book Soup. Uh, so until December third, if you go to booksoup.com uh, and click on signed, uh, you can order a signed personalized copy, uh, and they ship anywhere. They ship, uh, you know, you can obviously grab it in L.A., but they ship across the country, across the world. So, uh, yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna a signed bubble for uh, for the holidays, uh, a lot of places to get it. Yeah, if you're having trouble, just uh, hit me up on social media. This is something you can bother me about on social media. No corrections great about book, the show. Great bookstore, Jordan. Yeah. Book Soup. They're, they're in West Hollywood, oh, California. Yeah. Beautiful bookstore. A great place to get a signed copy of Bubble. Well, look, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. That's where we've been live streaming the show. Uh, and uh, I think that's it. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records as the only podcast theme music that's creeped out John Flansburg of They Might Be Giants. And we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.